Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This guy is a machine. All he does is work out and pick winners. Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski. Oregon's down by 12. They're on a 45-yard line with no timeouts. Oregon's got an all-American field goal kicker. Why didn't somebody tell me? Chicago Sports Betting Show. Touchdown, Ohio State. There are some folks who are celebrating and others who are saying, you've got to be kidding. You kind of know what I'm thinking about. Over or under? Under would be the key word. Bet with an edge. He'd find out the kind of inside stuff nobody else knew, and that's what he put his money on. He even figured out the different bounce you got off the different kinds of wood they used on college basketball courts, you know? Early odds with Joe Ostrowski. A friend of mine is very smart, said I've been very lucky with gambling. I've never won. Saturday mornings on 670 The Score and the Radio.com app. Broadcasting live from the Score Hyundai Studios, presented by your local Hyundai dealers. So I guess the NBA playoffs are underway, but maybe they're not, because if you bet on a team to make the postseason, like many of us bet on the Bulls to make the postseason, after they make the big deal at the deadline, you thought they were going to be one of the teams, or at least they have a shot at being one of the 16 teams participating. Nope, they are not. So we won't spend much time this morning here on Early Odds talking about the Bulls, but we will be talking about the 16 teams that did make it and how this is going to play out in the very deep Western Conference and the top-heavy Eastern Conference in the association. We welcome in to preview the rest of the playoffs. Four games today, four games tomorrow to get things rolling. Rick Camp, he does Bulls radio post game right here on Sports Radio 670. The score producer of You Better You Bet, another show on the BetQL audio network, has the I'm Fat podcast as well. He's on Twitter at Rick C. Camp and Jordan Malley at Jordan C. Malley on Twitter. So make sure you're following both guys. He hosts the Locked On Bulls podcast, and he's a producer weekdays here on The Score for the Bernstein and Rahimi show. Rick and Jordan, I love this. We did this before the year started. We gave out some winners for the season and maybe a coach of the year winner. We'll see if that uh, comes to fruition. But uh, Rick, we can start with you. We have been hearing from people throughout the entire season just checking in about that Jokic ticket we gave them. What what was the number? 35, 36? 36 to 1. 36. I I just smile every time I look at that. Well, I also did the Jazz 36 to 1 and I played it right. They got the best record in the West. Okay, cool. But uh let's see if they can do anything when it really counts now, right? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I was about, I was initially thinking when you said that, I'm like, I wonder what the cash out option is at this point. Cause that, <laughs> that might not be the worst idea. I mean, you can probably press your luck, get through the first round and not the worst path in the world, I guess. But yeah, maybe going into the second round be like, let's see if there's a cash out option here. 
Jordan, I apologize. I feel like the Bulls have not deserved our coverage this morning on early odds when you can't be one of the 20 teams. I'm sorry, man. I'm out on you. We, we've got more important basketball to discuss. <laughs> uh, well, not only that, but I sat on this very show with you guys and didn't even think about taking the 36 to 1 Jokic. I will never oh. not again take a MVP ticket from either one of you. I am sorry. You guys, I'm not worthy. I'll bow down to both of you guys. It's incredible. It's incredible the entire season. I thought Lillard at one point was that 30, I think 38 to 1 odds that I gave out. I thought that was going to give it a run top five, but it didn't. And uh, I wish I would have taken the Jokic with you guys. Well, the regular season is over, Jordan, and we've been following this closely, all the straw polls and all that. And it's clear that Jokic is a dude. I think he's minus 10,000 to win at every <laughs> sports book. But when you see coverage and you see it pop up during conversation of blowouts during games it's like all the broadcasters many of the writers are still trying to find ways to throw somebody else uh that award it's incredible to think about man it's incredible to think about how 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 much the bigs have had impact on the mvp race this entire season for the most part we've been talking about him and in Embiid the entire year but it's been fun as a as far as a resurgence of the bigs and most importantly in the mvp conversation I feel like one of us uh, should be calling each other a name if we're having this conversation about other uh, com- about other possible uh, MVP candidates because it seems to be the trend of getting mad that it's Jokic. I don't know why people can't just get to grips with the fact that, hey, he's not only a big, but he's fat, is winning the MVP. Not Deal anymore, Rick. Not yeah. anymore. He took he, care of his body. Eh. Eh. To, to a point. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. No, he talked about it in, in the interviews. He talked about how he changed his habits. And then all of a sudden, you know what happens? He wins the MVP. And you know what else? Those same people that we are addressing, some of the national talking heads, Brian they Windhorst. will be rooting. Yes, Brian Windhorse. <laughs> he can't wait. He's begging Portland to win this first round series. Oh, he I really mean, is. Oh, there's no doubt about it. Okay, let's start with the uh, betting angles for the series here. Jordan, you've been uh, killing it for the last couple of seasons on same game parlays, just focusing on player props is that we're going to be doing during the playoffs, because I have noticed during the little mini playing tournament that we just had, man, were the books on it. So many player props decided by the hook. It's it's been unbelievable, especially the last month of this season has been yeah. a bit bizarre. Honestly, it's been a bit bizarre betting player props. The thing that I'm going to attack here, much like we did in the bubble last season, is trying to focus on one or two series with high scoring potential. I'm looking for the three point shot, um, but it's going to be fun because we're going to actually be able to see teams playing up against each other for four, five, six games. It's going to give you an idea and a sense of how teams are strategizing against each other and that's going to allow you to pick props with more confidence um so i'm looking forward to it ah perfect early odds with joe ostrowski on sports radio 670 the score hope you're enjoying the start to your weekend uh the good news we get four nba playoff games today four more tomorrow i'm with rick camp bulls radio postgame host nba better produces you better you bet on the betql audio network also jordan malley another nba better he also locked on bulls podcasts and you can hear his contributions daily on the bernstein and rahimi show right here on sports radio 670 the score so yeah many different ways to attack uh the nba playoff market and it's going to be last in a while so it's going to be a lot of fun here guys uh we're in the eastern conference so uh why don't we start there not talking about the bulls but how about the other team that is uh is close to home here still involved let's go up north and it's the three six matchup milwaukee against Miami. When these two teams played throughout the regular season, Jimmy Butler was never on the court. Uh, Budenholzer, he is on the hot seat with the Bucks. A very talented roster, but early exits once we get to the postseason. And people remember what they saw last. The last time the Bucks and Heat were in the postseason, Miami took them out, and boy did Budenholzer get outcoached. The series price, Milwaukee. Minus 305 favorites, the Heat plus 240 dogs. How do you view this series, Rick? I like Milwaukee. Like When you look at how those teams have changed from last year to this year, it sounds odd to say for Miami, but 
you know, really missing Jay Crowder and what he brought to last year's team, really making them that versatile. Trevor Ariza's had some hot shooting that's made him more viable, but I don't know how that's going to play in a playoff series. And Milwaukee is better. John Horst, the GM, has done a good job of trying to bud-proof this roster in terms of making the bench, like putting so much into that main eight guys that you really can't justify playing more than eight dudes with this team when it comes to the playoffs. Drew Holiday is such a huge upgrade over Eric Bledsoe. He really is. So even when you look at what Miami can do and what Milwaukee allows, for as good as Holiday is, Milwaukee does allow a lot of points to point guards this year. They're top five in most points to point guards allowed, but Goran Dragic isn't the same. You know, Miami is one of the few teams that doesn't really play in a style that emphasizes a a real point guard. So it's something that I don't know how well they're going to be able to take advantage of anyway. Jordan Malley, the Bucks Heat winner will be. I'm going to take the Bucks. And but it's this is the worst draw I think the Bucks could have had in the first round uh, to have to play the Heat in a Bucks team that's been picked apart from the three point line consistently all year. While they've been able to match it with other three point shooters, Rick, you brought up Drew Holiday being a critical part of that. I think Brooke Lopez has also done a pretty good job of being a consistent three point shooter from them. Plus, they've got a couple of other guys coming off the bench, and then you add Chris Middleton to that. But they haven't been consistent in the playoffs. Every single year, they it seems like when Giannis can't attack the rim, and they've got three or four guys clogging the lane and nobody can shoot from three. I think this is a scary matchup for the Bucks if they find themselves inconsistent from three and Miami catches fire. Miami was a whole ton of fun to bet on three-point props last playoff in the bubble. I'm expecting more of the same. So I'm going to go with the Bucks, like you were saying, but I could see this one going seven, uh, six or seven, especially if Milwaukee has trouble shooting the three consistently. So you're our player props guru. You're going to go with some heat players on threes. Are you also going to look at some of those PRAs or rebounds and assists with Jimmy Butler or what? Yeah, I, w- I would consistently every night look at Jimmy Butler as an 8-10 to 10 rebound and assist guy, and you can probably get it at a decent price every single night. Giannis might be a little bit higher. You might have to go to 10, 11, or 12 rebounds. His assist number might be a little bit lower, but I would stay in the triple-double area for Giannis every single night. And the same thing with Jimmy Butler. Uh, both of those guys consistent, and I'm expecting high usage from both of them. So I think a triple-double is almost expected from one of those guys almost every single night. Uh, the other person I would keep a watch out for assists is Bam. They like to run their offense a lot through that center, and Bam is quietly stacked up games where he's had five, six, seven assists. Uh, so that might be another prop to keep an eye on. The Milwaukee-Miami winner. We're three for three on that series. Uh, I'm surprised a little bit. I thought somebody was going to step out and go with the Heat. I know plenty of betters uh, will probably jump on Miami, but... Or three for three. We're back in Milwaukee. So the winner of that three six Bucks Heat series will take on the winner of the two seven series. And this series has the biggest favorite by far of all the first round matchups. It is the Nets. No, no, no. Not minus a thousand. That's where it started. Now we're up to minus fourteen thirty. Yeah, bet one thousand four hundred thirty dollars to win a hundred. That's how heavy the Nets are favored over the seven. The Boston Celtics seven to one to win the series. Rick, I don't think we have to spend as much time on this one. If you want to hit on player props, is it going to be a clean sweep? What are your thoughts? Yeah, the really the only way to try and find some value here is if you think it's going to be a sweep. Because I'm looking at either under four and a half games or Brooklyn to win 4-0. They're both plus 250. Yep. So that's really the only way to be able to to make any money on that. So I'm not necessarily here for it. Uh, One thing I am here for that's been a little surprising uh, throughout the season is when you think of those big three guys in Brooklyn – you know, you obviously think of James Harden for getting assists. You maybe think of Kyrie because he's traditionally been a point guard. Kevin Durant's been a sneaky assist guy. A lot of times you'll see that prop around five and a half. If it's five and a half or six and a half on a given day, I would not be shocked if he ends up being a guy that can go over assists because what's so interesting is how are teams going to attack Harden? Are they just straight going to say, we're going to get the ball out of your hands and Take your chances with Kyrie or Kevin Durant, who are more 
you would think more apt to look for their own shot, but Kevin Durant's also shown that he trusts the rest of this team enough to set them up in the right circumstances. So I think there could be some value there. Uh, I'm going to be interested to see where Joe Harris's props end up being because if his minutes get bumped up, a lot of times his points prop is in the low teens. Uh, I could see that maybe getting bumped up a little bit, but I would I would like to look at some of those overs there on this Boston side. I mean, <laughs> if they had any sort of center that could do anything offensively, you'd be like, okay, maybe you can attack that a little bit. And But outside of that, it may be you think Kemba can go off a little bit. But the thing is, Kevin Durant is someone that can actually match up in terms of length with Jason Tatum. So Tatum's used to being able to rise up from wherever and be able to get his shot off. Well, Durant is one of the few guys that can actually at least and make him hesitate a little bit. So I'm not even that high on Tatum. You're starting to lay a price when you go Nets in five. That's how crazy this one is. Nets in five, minus 150. Jordan Malley, is this a sweep? I would say yes. The only way is if Tatum repeats a performance like he did in the play-in, right? And I don't even know if that's going to be good enough. Like, who else is, who's filling the void of Jalen Brown as far as the offensive production? They haven't been consistent enough to see it enough from Kemba Walker. And Evan Fournier, the deal at the deadline from him for Orlando, hasn't been consistent enough either. So, like, who else is going to score for him and who's going to compete with Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and uh, Kevin Durant? In scoring what a combined like I'm expecting 80 potentially 90 points from those three every single night in this series I would lean towards a sweep but if you want to be played a little safe maybe Nets in five our player props tough because of the big three has spent so few minutes together on the court no the, the I think that there is a ton of value in player props in this series. I think three-pointers on both sides are going to be incredible, especially if Kyrie continues to be hot. Same thing with James Harden. Both of those guys, and even Kevin Durant, both of those guys between two and four three-pointers made every single night. Same thing I was talking about with the series prior to this. I think triple-doubles are equally matchable for either of those guys, Kevin Durant or James Harden on a nightly basis. Um, And then the thing that I would watch with Boston is sneaky double-doubles from their guys in either Robert Williams or Tristan Thompson. Tristan Thompson's had his worst field goal percentage in his entire career around the rim this year, something like under 50%. If he can get it going against a weaker front court in in the net, and maybe an older front court in the Nets. I would look at sneaky numbers like double doubles from Tristan Thompson at five to one or seven to one. So what I've been getting them at uh, as of recently of the last two weeks. So take a look at that. Yep, net, net sweep. That's uh, the best way. And then yeah, maybe early on, while we're trying to figure out what the true numbers should be, there is some value in some of those player props. Early odds with Joe Ostrowski, Sports Radio 670. The score previewing the NBA playoffs with Rick Camp and Jordan Malley. And Jordan, you get first say on Knicks Hawks. This is intriguing. So the Hawks are minus 120 favorites. Knicks plus 100 for the series. The more bookmakers that I've spoken to throughout the week here on uh, on my show, BetQL Daily, the theme here is public all over Tibbs, Randall, and the Knicks, but the bookmakers think the Hawks are the much better team, and th- this should be Atlanta favored by more than nearly the coin flip it is. I'm going to have to watch out for how many times Trey Young goes to the free throw line every game. I think that that's going to be a huge impact, his scoring ability. But also, I think one of the biggest keys is going to be Clint Capella on the boards. He's going to be fun, but I think his rebound number is going to be pretty high. This is a toss-up, and I'm excited to see that Knicks team. I think that they're very underrated going into this. Every guy on that Knicks team plays in their role, and if they do that, I don't think the Hawks are nearly as good as they were in the first half. So... I'm going to be focused more on Trey Young's points every single night, and I'm going to be looking at the Hawks and Clint Capella's rebounds every single night. If you're looking to pick apart uh, any player props on that side. Rick, is this such a toss-up that it's going seven games and playing the over six and a half games played at nearly two to one? Not a bad look? I don't mind that at all. By the way, with Clint Capella, I agree that I 
I'm wondering how high that number is going to have to be on his rebounds for me to not consider taking it, especially in game one. The Knicks, for being as big and physical as they are, they do allow centers to get their fair share amount of boards because there aren't as many shots coming from outside, so all the rebounds are generally shorter than you would end up thinking for most teams in the modern NBA. But in terms of games of this series, I the first thing I wrote down is it just feels destined for seven. Mm-hmm. The, the way I could see that not happening is if DeAndre Hunter is not as healthy as the Hawks would like, and if they just have no counter to Trey Young getting picked on. When it comes to playoffs, it's individual matchups, and you've seen it a million times, especially in those Cavs-Warriors series where over and over and over, if there is one thing you can pick on, a guy like LeBron James or a really smart coach like Tibbs will make sure it is picked on in every single possession. So having a guy like Trey Young that can be picked on, Kevin Herter's better defender than Trey Young, but he's not a great defender. So to have that, a couple options there, depending on when someone like Gallo was in, there's just a lot of guys that the Knicks could point out on Atlanta and try and exploit them. And there's fewer of those guys on the Knicks side. And the Knicks are obviously one of the better defenses in the league this year. So I think it ends up going seven. And I I hate being on the, you know, the public side of it, but I do lean New York. But you're not going to bet it, right? You feel better about this thing going seven games and picking a winner of the series. Correct. Correct. And, And you can do that. Like I mentioned, over six and a half games played at nearly two to one. Another thing that we haven't seen a whole lot in the history of the NBA playoffs, these one eights are fun, man. And in the Eastern Conference, we've got what should be a good one. It'll be entertaining. I don't know how many games it's going to last, but it's going to be entertaining between Philadelphia and Washington. And Rick, I'm sure uh, the two of you guys are going to be all over these player props. Absolutely. Because Washington, with their three-headed, it's not even a monster, just their like three-headed option i don't even know what you want to call it the people they have to play center and how they're kind of arbitrarily used it's better than what they were trying early in the year but i mean who's going to slow down joel Embiid? honestly like Mm -hmm. i don't know who's going to have any chance of doing that i think seth curry can have a big series as well it's just again not having a traditional point guard versus washington a team that has really struggled against traditional point guards especially traditional scoring guards that'll take you off the bounce that's not necessarily seth curry he's running off of screens trying to hit three pointers that's his primary gig but there's going to be i think there's going to be a lot of options in this series i'm fascinated to see who philly decides ben simmons is going to guard yep I I think that's really interesting. I would tend to think Westbrook in that series, at least to start in that series, I would think it'd be Westbrook. And if Beal starts to go off, maybe you have to switch him on to him. But I think, I think that is going to be something where maybe I'm more conservative in game one, just to see how they deploy someone as effective as Ben Simmons, and then make that adjustment going into game two and knowing the line is going to be sharper, but that, you know, Hopefully we can still find a little bit of an edge. How do we bet Philly, Washington, Mally? I think I agree with Rick in saying that this is going to be a fun series, but it's probably going to be over relatively short quickly, (laughs) Uh, especially with how much effort Westbrook has put out over the last month in order to break the all-time triple-double record. I think that matters. Uh, Beal has been involved trouble in both playing games in spots, and I think that that's hampered some of the things that Washington has been very good at of late and being able to run and just score at will. I'm going to pick apart the 76ers props, though, because one of the three-point props for a player on there against Washington this season has been absolutely ridiculous. Maz is shooting 63.6% against the Wizards in three games this season. So if you're looking for a three-point must, go with Maz on Philadelphia. He's shooting 63% against them this season. All right, we covered the Eastern Conference, but we still have to hit the West and give our NBA Finals and MVP predictions. So uh, keep it here. Guys, stay right there. This is Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski, breaking down the NBA playoffs with Rick Camp and Jordan Malley on 670 The Score in the Odyssey app. 
Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast this episode is brought to you by progressive insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the name your price tool from progressive it works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Score Listener line is open 24-7, 365, and powered by BetQL, BetSmarter, and Beat the Books. Download the BetQL app today or visit BetQL.com. Early odds with Joe Ostrowski, Saturdays, 8 to 9 a.m., right here on 670 The Score. I'm Joe on Twitter, at Joe0670. Find the info and the links to my BetQL daily show. It airs five days a week. Uh, find it there at Joe O six seventy on Twitter. We continue with Rick Campbell's radio post game host producer. You better, you bet, and be a better. And with Jordan Malley, locked on Bulls host Bernstein and Rahimi producer. NBA better. All right, guys. Western Conference. We've seen this one before. It's a four or five matchup. Clippers and Mavs. The Clips kind of under the radar. They they've been NBA championship contenders throughout the season, but it feels like the last couple of months nobody's really talking about them. They slide in as the four seed in the Western Conference, and they are minus four hundred favorites. You've got the Mavs and Luca and Porzingis if he can stay healthy for the entire series at plus three hundred underdogs. Uh, Rick Camp. A big disappointment last year. A lot of people lost a, a good sum of money uh, betting on the Clips to win the title. Paul George and company, very disappointing. What do you think about this first-round matchup? I like the Clippers in this matchup. Uh, I know other people that were you know, burned by the Clippers last year, mind you, including me, mm-hmm. that, that are looking for reasons to, to bet against them. But I don't think it's there in this first-round series that I don't trust the supporting cast around Luka as much. And mind you, of course, you had all the circumstances last year in the bubble where Porzingis gets ejected from a game and then he's hurt and then Luca's hurt. So the fact, I mean, the fact that Luca did what he did to get that series as far as it went to get to get Dallas a couple games. But I do think the Clippers are better this year to a certain extent. I don't know what extent everything being more about just kind of staying under the radar as much as possible and focusing on everybody being more on the same page. I think that's going to help out a decent amount. You know, as long as Serge Ibaka comes back and he's okay, I think that helps. I think having 
Rajon Rondo helps them a bit to have another ball handler out there and one that you can trust in the playoffs that's, you know, not named Reggie Jackson. So that's that's a good thing to have as well. And I trust him a little bit more than Pat Bev, at least offensively. I like the Clippers in this series, and I think it's just really nice for them that they aren't getting spoken about quite as much. How many games are we talking? Probably six. I, I almost want to say five. Like I'm strong on the Clippers. Again, you know, what could go wrong? But uh, <laughs> but I, I really think it probably ends up being a six-game series. Clippers minus one and a half is minus 165. If you're thinking five games, you want to lay the two and a half, you get plus 130. Jordan Malley, you in agreement? Clippers advance? Yeah, I think Rick put it perfectly. The Clippers have flown under the radar all season long. These two teams have been my least favorite in terms of props go. I, this is probably the least exciting series out of the first round yeah. for me. So I would go Clippers, yeah, in five or six. It's weird to say that the, the least exciting series and the team that Luca's on and his team will have a quick exit, right? I mean, are, are we are we just going to every year? When are we going to get to the point where we're going to be saying, yeah, this superstar Luka Doncic, who will probably win an MVP at some point during his career, he's going to be on a title contender. Paul George and Kawhi are on the opposition as well, yeah. and those two dudes are absolutely insane. Yeah, I I think the only way this stays entertaining is the X Factor and Kristaps, uh, but I don't know how motivated he is, and I don't know how good he's going to be consistently. Which props you betting? I'm probably going to look at Kawhi threes. Uh, I think there's been value all season long just because it's been hard to predict how many times he's going to shoot threes, whether it's going to be a night where he shoots two, it's a night that he shoots five or six. I think there's a lot of value in Kawhi threes, and I think low-key Paul George assists. If Kawhi gets going, Paul George can stack up assists pretty quickly, so look to the Clippers. Top half of the West, very challenging path. Oh, wait, so is the bottom half. Let's uh, let's go there. How about the Lakers and the Suns? Strange to start off by mentioning the seven seed. The Lakers are the favorite. And when we found out the other day that this was going to be the series, there were some sports books that opened the series price at Lakers minus 300. Lakers minus 300. An avalanche of Phoenix Suns money came in on Thursday. And right now we're looking at the Lakers minus 167. Suns plus 130 dogs, Rick Camp. I hate this for Phoenix because I've had such a good year. Mm -hmm. They've done everything the way you would hope an up and coming team would. They bring in the right coach who helps bring all the players together. And then you make that trade the next off season after showing promise for the player that fits perfectly for what you need. Here's your reward. The Los Angeles Lakers. Well, that just kind of sucks. I don't know how you can say Phoenix is going to win this series unless you're just banking on LeBron tweaking his ankle again or something like that outside of injury. I mean, the Lakers are versatile. The Lakers are just so good defensively. The fact that they keep size throughout their front court hurts Phoenix because Phoenix likes to play with Deandre Ayton and then go pretty small at the four. They're not going to be able to do that without getting burned in this series. And that's why I think it's interesting to see how much Frank Vogel wants to play Anthony Davis at center because the Lakers best lineups are there. But in terms of matchup, it's better if they stay bigger. So that's going to be something that maybe I have more questions on how they're going to play and what the rotations are going to be like early. So in terms of props, I may lay low on this game one, see how they decide to play things out a little bit in terms of the rotations and maybe make some adjustments to my initial thoughts going into game two and try and act on those. Would you be more open to an upset here with the two seed advancing if the Suns had some experience? Yeah. I would think so. And mind you, I think Devin Booker's game translates to the playoffs pretty well. If Phoenix would rather play like the Jazz than the Lakers, like the one seed than the seven seed, just because Chris Paul and Devin Booker love to get to their spots in the mid range. And so many defenses are geared to allow mid range shots, but the Lakers are so good and they have so much length that they can, at least better than most, mm -hmm. take away or limit those mid range shots that Booker and Paul want so much. Mally, this could be a lower scoring series. How do you handicap it? I think it's all going to come down to what LeBron does specifically with his three-point shooting. 
I think if Phoenix is able to play the Lakers at a faster pace, you might see a little bit higher scoring games. But I think going back to the experience level that you were talking about, Rick, I, I question the coach of the year, too. In Monty Williams, both appearances in the playoffs, he has lost in the first round, and he had Anthony Davis for one of them. Uh, he was 2-4 and four in his first appearance, and then he got swept in his latest ones. Before we get to our NBA Finals predictions, let's hit on the three six. And Jordan, you, you kick us off with this one. Denver the three, Portland the six. It's a pick em. Is that fair? I think so at this point. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. has been playing out of his unbelievably damn mind. It, it's crazy, man. He's been shooting and filling the role that Jamal Murray, I thought without Jamal Murray, is good as Jokic has played. I was like, I don't know how good Denver is going to be in this playoff, but Portland's been great too. It's going to be all who can shoot the most. How many how many times can you get Jokic at 30 plus points and nights? They're going to really need him, but I wouldn't count Denver out, man. Even though McCollum and Lillard have been fantastic, and even uh, Nurkic has been great for the Trailblazers coming back from his injury, it's going to come down to Michael Porter Jr. and some of those role players on Denver, but I'm excited because this is probably where I'm going to spend my most time betting player props and trying to come up with same game parlays. This is this is definitely going to be the matchup. Blazers give up a ton of threes. Is that what you're talking about? Yes. Yes. And more specifically, I'm going to be looking at a high assist total for Jokic and his points might actually be some value there, too. And you won't have to go as high as maybe 30 or 35 with some stars. So I'm going to be looking for that. And I'm also going to be looking for value in other role players such as Will Barton or even Michael Porter Jr., but I have a feeling that a lot of people are going to like Michael Porter Jr. props. Rick Camp, you've got to be torn. This is your guy, Jokic. <laughs> He's cashing an MVP ticket, but every year since I, I think I've known you, you've been telling me how much you love Dame Lillard and you always bet on him to win the MVP. Yeah, I I can't wait for this series. I'm, I'm betting Denver in this series because I think it is going to come down to where does the bigger advantage lie? Does it lie with, you know, at least to start the series? Barton, not sure when he's going to be back for sure, but at best you're looking at a maybe a three-guard rotation of Faku Campazo, Austin Rivers, and Monte Morris hmm. to start the playoff series. That's not great when it's Dame and CJ. However, when it comes to the front court, I think the one really fascinating X's and O's aspect of it that could change Portland's defense for when they've been acceptable defensively, not good. They haven't been good at any point this year, but when they've been acceptable has been when Robert Covington has been able to kind of play the LeBron role of being center fielder and, and the weak side rim protector. In this series, can Portland get away with Norm Powell guarding Michael Porter Jr.? Like six foot four, I believe, Norm Powell guarding Michael Porter Jr.? I don't think so. So I think they're going to have to put him over on Aaron Gordon and dare Aaron Gordon to beat them and put Covington in a role that he's not as good at being more of an on-ball defender of Michael Porter Jr. and following him around just to try and bother him with a little bit of length. And I think that's going to hurt Portland's defense on the whole. And I think that's maybe what ends up being what helps decide this series is Denver if they want to being able to get to the bucket six or seven games I think six I agree six games makes uh makes a lot of sense hey. also Faku Campazo assists is an interesting one for Denver because uh Damon CJ are great offensively not so much defensively so he's been he's got really good vision he's shown the ability when given the usage to be able to set up a lot of guys for their opportunities because he's so small he can't get a lot of them himself but also keep an eye on the minutes and how that balance is going to work between him and Monte Morris so maybe I won't play it uh, game one but kind of see how that split works and see if I want to play it moving forward Denver Nuggets winning the series four games to two pays off at a five to one clip. So uh, many ways as we've been discussing this morning here at early odds to attack the NBA playoffs. I'm Joe Ostrowski with Rick Camp and Jordan Malley getting you set. It's finals prediction time, fellas. Rick, start us off. Give us the East representative, the West, and your NBA finals MVP. I wish I could be more unique in this, but it's I really the feel... NBA, though. I, like, I, I, can't, I can't be mad at you. I can't call you out for saying chalk because it's the NBA, and we know it's such a short list. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Nets-Lakers. 
And I think the Nets are going to win it with Kevin Durant as their MVP. Really, I think the, my biggest question in all of that is, is it going to be, if if the Nets are getting there and they're playing at the championship level, maybe I should be saying Harden is the MVP of that series because when they've been at their best was when James Harden was basically averaging triple doubles and he was just making life so much easier for Kyrie and for Durant. So as much as I love Kevin Durant, I think I might actually, I'm switching, I'm changing my mind there. James Harden MVP, if they end up winning the title, because he has the ability to raise their ceiling the most. Wow. Okay. See, that was going to put Durant in an unreal stratosphere with a third NBA Finals MVP. So that will be fun when I think Brooklyn is in the NBA Finals to discuss. Okay, you're going with Harden instead of Durant. What are you going with, Jordan Malley? I wish I could be more creative with this, but I think I'm going Nets and Lakers as well. The only chance that another team slips in in the West is if LeBron's not healthy enough and they get upset in this first round by the Suns, then I would go Jazz. But I'm with you, man. I'm curious, though, about Kyrie. Like, Kyrie has been an X-factor in terms of scoring all season long. You are right about Harden. He's like a walking triple-double every night, and it seems like KD drops 30 or 35 every single night. Honestly, it would be a coin flip for me on Durant or Harden for MVP, but I think I'm going Nets as my likely winner. 13-1. to 13-1, Thirteen to one, James Harden. That's not bad at all. NBA Finals MVP, and you both have the Nets and Lakers. You guys are copying. Okay, all right. Yeah, well, who said it first? <laughs> <laughs> Brooklyn. I, you know, I work with these people from Philadelphia every day. I bet QL daily, and they keep telling me Sixers. Uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. It's the Brooklyn Nets. They're going to be in the NBA Finals. I'll admit it. I have flip-flopped numerous times on this. I've thought the Lakers. I've thought the Jazz could actually do this. Before the Murray injury, I was open to the idea of Denver with the additions that they made at the trade deadline. And there's been multiple times where I've thought Clippers. So don't take this one to the bank because I've been all over the place on which team is going to represent the Western Conference, but I think I'm going to go uh, with the top half. I'll focus there, and I'm going to go with the Jazz, and you can get Donovan Mitchell to be the MVP at plus 850, which is surprising. I thought we would get a better number than that. I mean, Embiid is 9-1, to and uh, Donovan Mitchell has a shorter number, but yeah, that's where I'm going to go. Yeah, I want to say the Nets champs, but you know. I'll be rooting against them at the very end. I know it. So hopefully the Jazz can get it done and I can cash another nice ticket at 36 to 1. How terrible is that prediction, Rick? Uh, it's not bad. It's bad. You it's talk? not bad. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, they have so many guys that like it, it doesn't take a whole lot for them to become incredibly viable. Yep. That's the thing, because they're still on that side of the bracket where you would say it's them against the Clippers is an interesting matchup. If you're looking at like a second round series, that could be really interesting. Rick Camp at Rick C. Camp on Twitter, Bulls Radio Post Game Host, Producer, You Better, You Bet on the BetQL Audio Network, and Jordan Malley at Jordan C. Malley on Twitter, host of Lockdown Bulls Podcast, produces Bernstein and Rahimi weekdays right here on Sports Radio 670, The Score. Fellas, I appreciate your time this Saturday morning. Enjoy the hell out of the NBA playoffs, and let's do this again uh, before we get to the finals, all right? Sounds like a plan. Thanks, Joe. If you can't tell, I already hate my finals prediction, but pretty certain we're safe for at least one round with Utah and Memphis facing off. That NBA is fixed, I tell you. Watch the Warriors go out and win the lottery, and they're going to get Cade Cunningham. Just watch after losing last night. Hawthorne's Jim Miller gave you a big winner for last week's Preakness, and Jim joins me next. You've got Early Odds with Joe Ostrowski, Saturdays 8 to 9 a.m. on 670 The Score in the Odyssey app. Happy Saturday. It's Joe Ostrowski with you on Sports Radio 670 The Score and the Odyssey app. Four NBA playoff games today, four Stanley Cup playoff games, and a full MLB card, so plenty of options to bet. Let's bring in weekly early odds contributor Jim Miller from Hawthorne Racecourse at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. Jim joins me on the Alpamonte Nissan Hotline, Alpamonte Nissan in Melrose Park on North Avenue or AP Nissan 
Jimmy.com. All right, Jim, you get to brag a little bit with what we <laughs> saw last weekend. You said you're like, okay, concert tours, my horse. But if you're looking at some exotics, here's what you do. You throw Rombauer out there. How about Midnight Bourbon and Medina Spirit? And I think you actually mentioned yep. you, you use a try and you use those four horses. And what do you know? You hit a trifecta. $1 try, good for $162.70. Good job, Jim. Well, and that's the beautiful thing about it, Joe, and thank you. Yeah, we, we talked about it with the Derby, how you wanted essential quality to run out. That was the same thing for Medina Spirit. You didn't want this horse on the top of your gimmicks. And you always want your longer price up there. And, and you look at the race. Concert Tour was horrible on the race. And I'll admit that. My top pick was bad. But when you get Medina Spirit and Midnight Bourbon challenging one another all the way around the racetrack, Rombauer got the perfect trip, just rolled right on by 11 to 1 on the horse, too, which was tremendous. And yeah, it, it keeps some really nice gimmick payouts. I want to get some of this uh, NBA playoff stuff that you've got going on over at PointsBet. But uh, are you going to be attacking some of the horses today? Yeah, I'm going to attack some of the horses, and the horses that I'm going to attack actually are all at Hawthorne. So let's knock those out here real quickly for Saturday night. Race two, the four-horse JoJo's Violet, bet that one across the board. Race 10, the six, Fox Valley Exploit, bet across the board. And race 11, the five, Muscular Babe, bet across the board. All horses that should be pretty good value, but it's nice to uh, take a look at the hometown track racing every Friday, Saturday, Sunday, because it's busy. Lots of races, and we're back to 60% capacity, too. Oh, it's going to be a thrilling summer over at Hawthorne Racecourse. And the NBA playoffs also going to be thrilling. Kicks into high gear today, as I mentioned, with four games. And you have my attention when you're a sports book that is saying, all right, first round, no juice. Because uh, we both know, Jim, that if you're smart about it, and you avoid the parlays for most people. You stick to your sides, totals, maybe some player props too. You can hang around in this game for a little bit longer. And the juice is what usually gets you in the end. At points bet, no juice. Everything's plus 100 on round one games. Yeah, and I'll tell you, Joe, we've talked about this time and again and again. Shopping your prices. Because there are so many great providers out there that you have to get a little bit of an edge. And this is the way that points bet does it. No juice on the whole first round. And there's some really good first round matchups, but it makes everything just a little bit more intriguing. And if you're going to bet even a little bit of money, it still makes a difference. But when you start betting really significant money, it makes a big difference. So that's the one thing that we're really kind of looking forward to here. You have some great boosts through points bet as well, but no juice. It really could be the determining factor for anybody that wants to go out there and make a little bit extra money. And now, when you have to go and sign up in person with having three different sites up here in Northern Illinois, you get a lot of options to be able to sign up very easily too. Jim, when we're not on the air, we usually strike up some sort of a conversation with a story from Little League <laughs> Baseball and you coach 14U. I guess yep. I'm a baseball dad now. It, it's just it's so much fun and it is incredibly rewarding. But uh, as a guy that coaches kids, I wonder what you're thinking when your guy, you are a, a big White Sox fan, uh, Tony La Russa, what he did this past week with the unwritten rules, throwing a, a player of his under the bus to the media. Yeah, you can't do that, at least in my determination. And here's the thing. Unwritten rules are from long ago. And, and I was a pitcher. I pitched in lower levels of the minor leagues. But I'll tell you, if I gave up a 3-0 hit in, a, in even a blowout or whenever, that's on me as the pitcher for getting behind 3-0 and having to dish something up to the batter. So to me, the 3-0 swing at any time is the worst of the unwritten rules to be enforced. Yes. Now, if you're talking about a stolen base in a 10-run game, if you're talking about laying down a bunt when you're down, say, 8 nothing in a no-hitter, that's a little bit different. But regardless, regardless, if you disagree with that player, that conversation has to happen behind closed doors. You talk to that player, you hash it out right there. Don't bring it out in front of everyone because we should be talking right now about how the White Sox have the best record in baseball. And That's instead, right. you're talking about how Tony's possibly creating a divide in the clubhouse. And it seems like the vast majority of the players are jumping on the side of your mean Mercedes and not a whole lot of going Tony's way either. 
typical baseball, right? When you get a spotlight on baseball nationally, it's usually about some sort of a controversy instead of the great things that are going on in the game, uh, like what this White Sox team is doing or, or Shohei Otani, something right. we've never seen before in our lives. It's just uh, typical baseball. I'm not even as old school as you, Jim. I'd call you a little old school. I, some of the examples that you gave, I don't think that's bad. Like, are we playing the game or not? Right. Did we get 27 outs? Well, we're playing the game. The game's not over. So let's go. Well, and here's the thing too, Joe, if you think about it now, you look at different betting options for baseball games and in-game betting and live betting too. I mean, before a game even begins, there's say like in points bet, there's like 134 options to make a wager on a game. So every single at-bat could count. Every pitch could count. I mean, think about the, your main Mercedes home run in that game. People could have been betting in that game if your mean Mercedes was to hit a home run or not, that could have made a difference for a lot of people for cash in a ticket. And the second you put in a position player, especially everything's off the table to pitch. So I have no problem with them swinging the bat, but everything makes a difference. We talk in the NFL time and again, how what seems to be a meaningless touchdown can determine the difference between an over under or a difference for a point spread. Mm-hmm. You have to look at it from the sports betting aspect of things now, because it can make a difference with every single play. And see, if we don't have that moment, you said you think about that Mercedes Homer. And I chuckled because it was a great moment and he's an exciting player and he's so damn entertaining. So why take that away from us? I, I love well, it. That's what We need more entertainment in the game. That's what this is about right now. That's what the commissioner's worried about. Well, here it is. Let's not remove it. Right. And look at the NFL. Okay. Touchdown celebrations are allowed again because it is entertaining. Look at your mean Mercedes. If you don't have him on your roster, you may not be as good as you are because Eloy's out. Luis Roberts out. Abreu was out that series. Adam Angle was out. Your mean Mercedes has kind of been the savior that you didn't even know was coming. And to go try to throw this guy under the bus, I'm so happy your mean came out and said, hey, I'm going to be me and I'm not changing. So I was proud of him for putting that out there too. That's Jim Miller at Hawthorne Jim on Twitter. Jim, let's talk again next Saturday. We get closer and closer to the Belmont. Yeah, and we're a couple of weeks away. We don't even know who's going to run in the race yet, so it should get very interesting over the next couple of weeks. We had an in-depth NBA playoffs betting preview for nearly 45 minutes here on Early Odds with Rick Camp and Jordan Malley. If you missed it, check it out using the Rewind feature on the Odyssey app. Fresh sports betting angles and interviews five days a week on my show BetQL Daily. Search BetQL Daily on the podcast catcher of your choice. Or you can listen live 9 a.m. to noon on the Odyssey app and the Odyssey Sports YouTube page. Also on 105.9 FM HG to the bet here in Chicago. Again, weekdays, 9 a.m. to noon. Talk Monday on BetQL Daily. Inside the clubhouse with Bruce Levine and David Haw is next. Cash some tickets and keep it locked here on 670 The Score. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews, or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.